0: See if this is keep me free, see You know, I'm a human being, I'm a man, I'm a person, I'm an individual And and, and this understanding of oneself is is fundamental See, a lot of us are alive (laughs) We have life in our body but as to whether we're living, that's another subject. See, I had, I had life in my body and I, I, I moved around and I somewhat functioned, but I wasn't living. You see, I, I, I thought in many ways just having life was enough. And many of you believers have, have given up on the ideal of actually living. Instead of just being alive, see. See, I don't want to just be alive. I just don't want to have a life in my body. I want that life to produce something. I want that life to produce something. What I want that life to produce, and I could say, well, you could call it children, you could call it this. No, yes, but not that. Not that kind of production. See, I want this life. And though I may have children, wife, and other things, I don't I want this life to produce something else. I want the life that I live. To produce a living space for my living God, see. Then I begin to live, see, when he moves into my spirit. And, and sets up his living room in my spirit. I can sit down in the living room of my spirit. And learn how to live. Learn how to live. Learn how to live in him. Learn how to live out the word. Learn how to walk in your faith. Learn how to understand that you are a manager of a temple. Learn how to manage your spiritual temple. What do you think you're supposed to be doing, man and woman of God? You're supposed to be managing your spiritual temple, your house. Are you not the temple of the living God? Where is your management ship? I'm not talking about the do's and don'ts. See, you got a bunch of people preaching all this stuff about what you're not doing and what this person ain't doing. You don't understand. You might have truth in what you say, but you don't have the spirit of the living God delivering it in the love and the mercy and the power of repentance. See, you have to understand. The only way people can stop doing what they're doing is they they learn how to live. Are you teaching them how to live? See, I can criticize you and tell you all day what you're not doing, but are you teaching them how to live? How do you live, man? How do you get over your insecurities, man? Whatever race you are, some more insecure than others. How do you get over that? Teach me how to get over that. Teach the white man how to live. Teach him truly what life is about. And whatever race of people you want, teach them how to live. And I'm gonna tell you this: only way you can live, only way you can live is if you sit down at the table of the living God and consume His Word. Number one, number two, open up your heart as you consume it. Number three, let the nourishment and the spirit of that word begin to grow your spirit up so your spirit can take control of your life, so your spirit can take control of your weak soul, so your spirit can take control of your weak body. Grow up spiritual. Grow up spiritual, man. Grow up spiritual, woman. How can you learn how to live and not be alive? You got to grow up spiritually. So we, we 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 taught to interpret our life in Christ like the world interprets its life with the world. Our people of the world interpret their life based upon other ideals of the world. You know, you watch television programs and They show how these people are living this way and living that way. And and, and the way you look and and what you drive and and what's on your back and what kind of food you eat and what kind of wine you drink and how good is your liquor? How bad is your liquor? What you smell like? (laughs) What your hair texture is like? What you got this? What you going on? All about you, 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 your body, your soul, your body, your soul. The whole world you live in is shaped around Two things, your body and your soul, and the third one is the pride of them all. And see, your pride of life keeps those things in place, see. Your pride of life keeps your flesh fed, see. Your pride of life keep your soul, man, in misery, see. Don't you know sometimes you can get proud being in misery? Sometimes you don't know you can get proud being a miserable person. Happy about it in your misery you're only happy when you sad type <laughs> who was that over there? I heard somebody say he's talking about me. You only satisfy when there's corruption going on. You only satisfy when there's dysfunction going on. What's wrong with you, see? What's wrong with you is that you don't have the mind of Christ. What's wrong with you? You live outside of the kingdom principle that's inside of you. See, I'm talking to the born-again believer. I'm not talking to those that don't believe in Christ that way. I'm not talking to those that don't have a confession of faith. I'm not talking to those where jesus christ hasn't signed a deed to your property see you a property man you a property woman see you real estate to god in the name of jesus and he want to sign his name on your deed so he can claim you at your death when you breathe your last breath the spirit of god can say that's my property go and get him and he can send his angels to scoop you up and meet you at the ceiling of your destiny But the question remains, do you want to be a live born again believer or do you want to learn how to live? I'm talking to the born again believer. This is the 18 minute preacher. I don't know if I got 18 minutes in me with this one, but do you want to learn how to live or do you just want to be alive? See, this is the last day question. Cause see what's going to happen. I'm going to give you a little preview of what's going to happen. And it's already happening now. The delusions of the world are going to get so thick. And see when the delusions of the world begin to grip the church then you'll know we're towards the end. When the delusions of the world grip the church so much that their hearts in the name of Jesus become callous. When the church's heart becomes callous you have to understand the enemy. Once Christ came and established the church, the enemy had to destroy Destroy the church. You have to understand that. But what he think he's destroying, God is just moving its time aside. The kingdom time is over. The kingdom time is over. We're, we're moving into, excuse me, the kingdom time is now. No, the church age is over. See, the enemy didn't like that. Tried to trip me up at the gold line. No, the church age is over. We're entering to the kingdom age. So your kingdom conversation is rising up in the body of Christ. Kingdom conversation is rising up in the hearts of Christ. I'm beginning to see believers everywhere, beginning to want to know who the heart of Christ is. And those that want to know him will be the separated ones. They're separating themselves within the body of Christ. Don't you know? (laughs) Hallelujah. Those that want the mind of Christ over there. Those that want the mind of the world, but want to look like Christ over here. Want to have a a, a form of godliness, but denying the truth. You want to be like a whitewashed tomb. You want to clean the outside of the vessel, but inside is full of all sorts of gravity and nastiness. So I don't want to be the flip side. And be self-righteous. Can't no one can talk to you without you (laughs) shouting a sermon at them. The self-righteous ones (laughs) pretend they're full of love, but they really jealous they can't do what you do so easily. So they become proud in their fury about you. They become excited about their fury against you. but you're not teaching me how to live. What do I do? I was raped. (laughs) What do I do with that emotion? Well, do I do, and they say stuff like, well, you just got to get in the word and give it to God. Yes, I've been doing that for years, see? and it still don't seem to be working out for me. I was molested. I was robbed. Come on now, this is some of you. How do I deal with that? What do I have to do? You're not giving me the answer. I went to church for decades, and I felt like they was holding back the answer. Maybe they didn't know, but it was a key, key component missing. There was, there was something that wasn't quite being unfolded. Now I began to understand something as my spirit began to grow up. And you know how my spirit began to grow up. I said, Lord, I want to grow up my spirit. I said, Lord, I want to grow up my spirit. I want to grow up spiritually. I finally realized that it wasn't the problem of the people I was with or my job or my this and my that. I was weak spiritually. I was an infant. I was a toddler with a hammer <laughs> and a glass making. <laughs> I was a hammer <laughs> in the hands of a toddler. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Among the stemware, swinging, having a desire to love God, but not understanding that desire is not love. I'm going to say that again. Having a desire to love God is not loving him. you love God, you begin to realize that you want to bring yourself under obedience to his will, to his word, to his mind, to his spirit, to the way he thinks, the way his heart moves. You want to bring yourself under obedience to his personality. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't get confused in the do's and don'ts. Don't worry about that part. But when you want to be obedient, when you want to be in fellowship with his personality, the personality of the Holy Spirit that's inside of your temple. See, that's move of God in your spirit when he's moving you closer he's moving you closer to him moving you closer to his nature moving you closer to his son Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ satisfies the needs of the father Jesus Christ satisfies the needs of the father see you have to understand who Jesus Christ is to his father and he has an exchange table for you see (laughs) I battled and struggled with pornography for decades and thought, well, I'm just going to have to work it out in the here and by and by, struggled with it, prayed over, gave money, fasted, everything I could do in my heart and mind to get rid of that thing that was on my back. But it would creep back, it would come back, it would ease back. I'd be doing fine for a little while, and it'd come back and show up. And I felt like many ways I... I had no choice but to follow its it's prescription for me. Why? The Lord began to open up my understanding and my spirit and my spirit said to me. The Holy Spirit began to talk to my spirit and my spirit said to me. You've been waiting on victory like it's an event. You've been waiting on victory like you all of a sudden find yourself stepping in. You've been waiting on victory like it's uh, something you can, tide your way to. You, can... you can tide your way to. You can... You can tie your way to. You can make an agreement with the man and woman of God about, see, that's the problem. See, you've been trying to find your victory in a ministry. You've been trying to find your victory through a bishop. You've been trying to find your victory through a a preacher or a, a pastor or some songs or some gospel music or something. When it relates, when the spirit told me that Victory is a man and that man is Jesus Christ. And you have the spirit of that man in your spirit. And why don't you exchange those things out of your heart? Why don't you exchange that bitterness out of your heart? Don't let, don't ask God to fix Fix that bitter heart. Don't ask God to patch it up. Why don't you exchange it? So I begin to do spiritual, spiritual surgery on my heart. I begin to say my heart right here. I see you bitterness by the way my father left. I see you bitterness right now, Lord. I don't want you to fix it. I want you to exchange it, Lord. I take that bitterness out of my heart and I give it to you, Lord. And You put something in its place, put its love, put its protection in its place, Lord. And I started going down the line in the list of my life, things that would have been bothering me, my insecurity, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I take that insecurity out of my heart, Lord. It came how I grew up, Lord, and how I was a small child, Lord, and how I felt under overwhelmed by the powers of this world, Lord. How I shrunk back, Lord, in the name of Jesus, into a personal world, Lord, that I created for myself through insecurity, Lord, through insecurity, Lord. In the name of Jesus and neglect, see, I'm a product of neglect. As many of you are the children of the generation of neglect, the first generational children of purposeful neglect. I exchanged it out of my heart. Don't fix that. I can't go back and live that, Lord. I can't go back and I might go back and understand it from an understanding point of view, but I can't live that through and I can't live that back out. I got to exchange that out of my life. Lord, in the name of Jesus, that spirit of insecurity, I exchange it. Lord, I'm taking it out my heart right now. I'm seeing myself doing heart surgery on my right now and I'm giving it to you, Lord, and you give me something in its place, Lord, because when they enemy comes back. I want you to open the door to my heart when he comes knocking, saying, I know I left, I might have left something in there. I want you to open this door. Lord, he'd look at you, and you look at him and say, you don't live here no more, devil. You don't live here no more, Satan. You don't live here no more. In the name of Jesus, this man has allowed me to take up permanent residence in his spirit. Now I'm moving my things in. Jesus is moving his things into your heart. He's moving in his love he moving in his peace. He's moving in his nature. He's moving in his mind. He's starting to put pictures of his father on your wall. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit cooking meals for you now. You eating at the table. The Holy Spirit that's in your spirit. See, I'm not trying to take you outside of yourself. That's cultic. I'm not trying to take you outside to some man. That's cultic. I want you to sit down in your own spirit. And I want you to begin to dine on the word of God. And let that word of God release in your spirit. And your spirit take over your vessel. So you can get ready for the coming of the Lord. Because you're going out to meet him. Born again believer